I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. I don't know. I don't know how it happened. Wait, wait, hold on. Let me get the recorder working before you start talking again. I've learned he's very particular about recording every detail. I need to get everything in my reports, especially if you're going to be dragging me out in the field. In the field, he says. <laughs> Aren't you glad just to be out of that dark basement? Can we start over? Sure. It's Tuesday, 11.43 a.m. This is Dr. Jonathan Spacer, Sheriff Fran Crowley, and I didn't get your uh, name. My name is Hank Green. And you're the foreman? Uh, no, sir. I was just up here when it happened. Got it. 
Now, Sheriff, where are we exactly? This is, um, a new building site for, uh, Crowley Construction. And before you ask, it was owned by my ex-husband. I didn't say anything. Yeah, but you were gonna. I can tell. Why do you... We're almost at the top. Right on cue. Lead on, Sheriff. If you don't mind, I'd rather not look. Just hang out for me up here, Hank. We're gonna need some official statements. I don't know where I'm going. I'll follow you. Over here. Watch your step. We don't need anyone becoming a kebab. What? Come here. Closer to the edge. Just hold on to something and look over. Shit. Yeah. He's... He's been skewered by that metal rod. Hence the kebab. What is that sound? Why are there still crew working around here? This is a crime scene. Like I said, the stuff doesn't phase people around here. That's insane. Someone is dead right there. Everybody dies. Uh, shouldn't you be, I don't know, more concerned about your townspeople's safety? Springfield is cursed, okay? People die. You either get used to it, or you leave. Hank is pretty upset by it. At least he's showing normal human emotion. <laughs> and you know what normal emotion looks like? <laughs> Apparently not normal for here. Look, we've had six fucking coroners in the past year alone. This place... It isn't for everybody, okay? So before you come in here thinking you're all high and mighty, knowing what's right, why don't you just do your damn job? Mmm, loud and clear. And besides, it's not like he was murdered or anything. Poor guy just fell. How do you know that? Just some prelim interviews. Then why do you even need me here? (sighs) Because... This is mostly an insurance claim matter. I need you to sign off on what happened. Why me? I need an impartial third party. The whole ex-husband thing. The insurance claims are going to want someone other than me to sign off on this. So, I need to know if there are any other things that could have set it off. Drugs, faulty equipment, malpractice. You get the idea. Wallace doesn't do... Didn't do any drugs. Couldn't you just tell me to lie on the form? I mean, you're my boss. (laughs) Are you kidding? It's barely been a week, and I can already tell you'd never do it if I told you to. (laughs) Thanks. Anyways, look. The second problem is, is he's... Well, he's kind of stuck on it. Oh, jeez. Of course. Of course he is. Yeah. So, uh, I need you to get any samples and shit you might need now, and let my guys know how best to get him off that pole. Family is still going to want a funeral. I'm supposed to be determining cause of death, not acting as a cleanup crew. And we already know the cause of death. Oh, Doc. You're the only expert in this county. So you're the coroner, the mortician, and the damn cleanup brigade if I need you to be. You got it? Sure. What can you tell me about the victim? Clifford Wallace, age 29. And everyone just called him Wallace. And how exactly do I get down there to examine him? We've got a pulley system with harnesses. Everyone's supposed to wear them up this high. Wallace is wearing one, too. Wait a second. You want me to wear one of the potentially faulty harnesses that led to that? This kind of stuff doesn't usually happen on the job. 
Me and Wallace have been doing construction since high school. This is the first accident we've ever had. Oh, I bet. Is there seriously no other way? You're a fit-looking kid. I'm sure you'll be just fine. Oh, God. All right. Let me try to get this stupid thing on. Hank, while he's doing that, I've got a couple questions for you. Where exactly did Wallace fall from? Right. Over there. To the left. And where were you? Just about uh, here. Uh, I, I can't really remember... It all happened so fast. I'm sorry to ask you, but can you walk me through it? Again? Please. Wallace and I were working here all morning. Stopped to have some lunch, and then we picked it back up. We were talking, and he said something. I I wasn't looking. Next thing I know... Damn it. He just fell. I turned around, and he was gone. I heard a yell, and then a slam after that, and... It was so loud. I looked down and there he was. It's still ringing in my ears. Do you need me for this part? Because otherwise I'm going to head down. Hey, Spacer. Try not to die on your way down. The last thing we need is a dead coroner. I think you're getting some sort of sick pleasure out of this, huh? <laughs> a little bit. Fine. Just know that when I fall and die, my conclusion is faulty equipment. I'm sorry about him. <sighs> it's all right. A couple more feet. Oh, God. Why did you agree to do this job? I don't remember anything on the application saying I'd be scaling unfinished buildings. There. Whew. This isn't terrifying at all. Oh, God. Whew. Now, how in the hell do I get across these beams? Hey, hey, buddy. Is all of this actually safe to walk on? You say something, Doc? Not you. Guess I just walk across and hope this harness catches me if the floorboard gives away. Uh... <laughs> it shouldn't. I put those there myself. Uh... Are you sure about that? Wait, are you talking to me? Yeah, of course I am. Who else would I... Oh... How can you see me? Damn it, you must be him. Uh, The guy on the beam? Looks like it. Wallace, right? Yep. Great. Please, don't make me explain how all of this works right now. I am very uncomfortable being up this high, but just know that I'm here to figure out what happened to you. My name is John, by the way, or Dr. Spacer... Didn't they tell you what happened? I fell. Yeah, I can see that, but the the why you fell is what I need to figure out. What do you mean, why? I just fell. I'm gonna draw some blood just to be sure. Sure of what? If you've done any drugs, or if you came to work intoxicated. I didn't. I don't. No offense, but I really don't want to be here, and I don't exactly have a great track record with ghosts telling me the truth, so... How about we just pretend that neither one of us can see each other and I'll just go about my business. Have you ever been in love? What? I do not feel comfortable telling you anything about myself. I'm dead. Humor me as the last person I'm ever going to talk to. I don't see what that has to do with anything right now. I'm trying to work. Have you been? 
Fine. If it'll occupy you and get you to stop talking... Yeah. I've been in love. What happened? Now that part is none of your business. What does that have anything to do with anything? I'll tell you exactly what happened if you just talk to me. Look, don't try to play that card. I can get pretty much everything I need to know from the medical science. I'm just going to be examining your body. I don't want to play this game. You'll find out what you find out then, won't you? I will. The body of the victim always tells the full story, one way or another. The details will be on your clothes, in your blood, on your wounds. They'll tell me why you fell, and you can move on knowing that the truth has been found. I doubt it. There we go. I've got enough blood to run a toxicology report when we get back to the lab. Why are you doing this? Doing my job, or ignoring you while doing my job. You're so closed off that you can't even tell a dead guy, literally someone who will never be able to tell anyone else, what happened with your ex? He died. Okay? Enough. I'm so sorry. Don't be. It was worse for him than it was for me. How did he die? Stop! Just stop! Leave me alone for a few minutes. I need to check your harness for defects. It wasn't the harness. Again, the whole being lied to thing. I wasn't planning on coming back down here now. I had just climbed back up and unhooked. For the vocal notes, there doesn't seem to be a broken clamp or anything. Man, you really weren't hooked up. Damn it. I slipped. I can't believe I'm about to say this, but I'm getting nothing from this crime scene. Not that I'm engaging with you at all, but but you're telling me that you were close enough to the edge, unhooked, that you could just slip off? Yes. Why? I don't buy it. With how long you've both been doing this job, you knew better. Note for the record, the victim's shirt is ripped, and... His fingernails appear dirty. Of course they're dirty. I'm a construction worker. I'm collecting samples of residue from underneath the deceased victim's fingernails. I'm anticipating finding some sort of skin cell or metal fragment to denote that he was trying to grab onto something. I swear. I slipped. It was just an accident. (laughs) I have had enough lies for this week. Just go away. Move on and let me do my job. Fine. But promise me something. Yeah. And there it is. The reason you've been trying to connect with me. You all seem to want something from the living, so what is it? Promise me you'll say it was an accident. You're saying it wasn't an accident, then? No, not... it was. Just... when I tell you, please don't say anything. I can't promise that, but at this point, it's either you tell me what you know, or neither of us gets what we want. Hank and I were arguing. See, I knew it. I should have went with my gut. He pushed you off, huh? No, he didn't. It was an accident, like I've been saying. I don't want him to get punished for an accident. It would ruin his life. Well, his accident ended yours. I'm okay with that. I'm sure your parents or your friends wouldn't be. Why should they get a say just because they're upset? Because that's how people grieve. They need something to make it right. Someone to blame. Is that what you did? Huh. Clever. But you did blame someone, right? Yeah, I blamed someone, but it didn't help. It's not going to help my mom feel any better. It would probably make her feel worse. 
Hank and I have been friends all our lives. If he's suddenly shunned from the family too, it'll be like they lost two kids instead of one. So you think that he should just get away with murder because you want him to? That's not how this works. I keep telling you, it wasn't murder. It was an accident. Until you give me actual details, I'm not just going to be able to believe you on your word. Regardless of what you tell me, I still have to back it up. I said something that pissed him off. Something I knew would piss him off. He's a hothead. He didn't think, and he pushed me away from him. I stumbled back and was too close to the edge to stop myself. I... uh, I have to file this. I can't ignore that. He didn't do it on purpose. There wasn't anything malicious in his heart. And yet, you're still dead because of it. Who are you talking to? Oh, nothing. I'm just noting details for the report. Are you almost done? Yeah, I'm, I'm headed back in a second. Please, at least talk to Hank before you say something. You'll see. I'll see what I can do. So not only am I out here climbing, but now I'm being asked to lie for a dead person. Welcome back. What's the verdict? As much as I'd like to say otherwise, it's inconclusive so far. Although it definitely wasn't an equipment error, the victim didn't have... Wallace. What? You called him Victim. His name was Wallace. Okay. Wallace didn't have a ripped clamp on his vest. Looks like he wasn't attached when he fell. Damn. Guess my ex isn't getting a payout on this one. Seriously? What is up with the bad jokes on the crime scenes with you? Any idea how to get him off that pole? You'll have to get someone to cut the pole below his head and move the body with it still sticking out. I can pull it out back at the lab, but we can't risk losing any particulates on the scene. That's what I figured. Alright. Are we done? Was that all you needed me for? Can I go back to the lab now? A little sunshine is good for you. Har har. It's not that, it's just... uh, Never mind. Look, I'm gonna take some photos. You can head back down with Hank. Oh, and, um... I feel like I was a little harsh earlier, so thanks for your help. Oh, uh, sure. Of course. Hey, Hank. Yes, sir? We can head down. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to talk to you during an open investigation, but I I wanted to say sorry about your friend. It seems like you two were close. Thank you. We were close. So that's sort of why I have to ask. Wallace's shirt was ripped, and he had what looks like skin tracing underneath his fingernails. Did you try to catch him when he fell? Uh, No. I was on the other side of the landing, like I said before. Ah, yeah. From the evidence that I'm seeing, I know you guys got into a fight. It was... If this turns out to be your DNA under his fingertips, and you maintain your innocence, that looks pretty bad in court. You could be facing years for murder, unless it's something else. I tried to catch him. 
I didn't want this to happen. What happened exactly? Maybe I can help. He was just talking. He wouldn't stop talking. I just got so mad. And... You pushed your friend off the top of a building. I I just tried to get him to back up. I pushed him too hard and... He slipped backwards. I did try to catch him, but I couldn't. I killed him. He's... He's dead because of me. What would make you so mad that you forgot you needed to be safe up there? He would not stop talking, and the things he was saying... What was he saying? Spit it out. God, you're as bad as he is. He he told me that he loved me. That he had always loved me. And I'm not gay. He's not. Or he wasn't. I don't know. He just kept saying how we were meant to be together, and how I knew I felt something more. Well, did you? No. I'm not... I I don't know. My dad would kill me. I'd be the laughingstock of the whole yard. I... I just pushed him away. He's dead because I was disgusted, or scared, or... or something. You idiot! Your friend is dead because you couldn't admit you loved him back and you were afraid of what other people might say? He's he's gone now. Yeah, he is. And that's going to stick with you for the rest of your life. Trust me, I, it's not fair that you just feel bad about what happened. You should go to jail, right? All right. I think I've got everything I need. Hey, Doc, my boys will have your body in a jiff. Whoa, tense mood. What, um, what's you guys talking about? Sheriff Crowley, I... Just getting to know more about Wallace. I doubt I'll find anything in my blood test, and as far as I can tell, it just looks like an accident. Maybe chalk this one up to an unexplained strange death for now, huh? But... It's no one's fault. Don't try to blame yourself, Hank. I have a feeling Wallace wouldn't have wanted that. No, he wouldn't. It's a shame. I know I make jokes about this shit, but it shouldn't have been him. Not this young. I'm very sorry, Hank. End of crime scene notes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of How I Died. This is Vincent DeJohnny, creator of the show and voice of Dr. John Spacer. I just wanted to say thank you quickly to everyone who's been taking the time to listen to the show and for all of the support that we've gotten for the first few episodes. This is a passion project for me and kind of a labor of love. And it's just so great to be able to see it come to life. We've been working on this for a really long time and to have it out there and to have you guys enjoying it is it's really meaningful. We're also still going to be putting out additional weekly mini-episodes, as well as crime scene photos, notes from Dr. John, and more behind the scenes. We've got a pretty robust Patreon plan if it's something you guys are interested in. I hope you check it out. Patreon.com slash how I died. Now we'll get into the credits. The voice of Dr. John Spacer is played by myself. 
Sheriff Crowley is played by Shayna Waring. Hank Green is played by Rob Schwab. Clifford Wallace is played by Casey Liston. The How I Died intro theme song was performed and created by Silent Mike Music. All sound effects in Foley are either done by myself in-house or from freesound.org. Audio editing and sound design by Vince DeJohnny and Eric Howell at Audio Media. How I Died is an Audio Media original production. Once again, thank you so much for listening. And until next episode, try not to die. And now, a special motorcycle weather report from Progressive. And today's forecast, expect a steady breeze with a 100% chance of twisting down those country back roads gleefully on your motorcycle. Some will want you, others will want to be you, and animals everywhere will yearn for opposable thumbs just to work that throttle like you do. (laughs) On nature's cruel design. That's your forecast, back to you. This has been a special motorcycle weather report from Progressive, where every day's a beautiful day to ride with 24-7 roadside assistance from America's number one motorcycle insurer. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Roadside assistance subject to policy terms and limits and may require comprehensive coverage. Here's a quick question for you. How did you sleep last night? If your battle for a good night's sleep feels relentless, I have the answer. It's a podcast called Sleep Wave with meditations and hypnosis created to help you fall asleep. My relaxation techniques will help you feel calm and ready for sleep with soft music that will help you fall asleep in minutes. Most listeners never hear the end of an episode. So search Sleep Wave on your favorite podcast app and find out why over a million people have fallen asleep to my voice. Hi, I'm Alexis Ohanian. You may know me as one of the co-founders of Reddit, but more recently, a large part of my identity is being a father to my two wonderful daughters. In my podcast, Business Dad, I'm hoping to open up the conversation about balancing careers and family. The one thing I constantly hear successful people say, without fail, is that they wish they'd spent more time with their kids. That's time no one can get back. So I decided to create Business Dad to engage in the conversation about how we're spending our time now, providing a forum for successful dads to share their joys and challenges of being a working parent. You'll get to hear from a wide range of business dads, from Rain Wilson and Guy Raz to Todd Carmichael and Shane Battier. And while this podcast will talk about business and will definitely be featuring dads, I think everyone can learn something from these incredible conversations as we unpack the expectations we all have about careers, relationships, and ourselves. Business Dad is available now, so be sure to listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.